What is it about this show that draws you in so you can't look away? This gun in my hand. Passionate hero by virtue of the fact that he carries a gun, Falk Ziljan strode through Gristle Park as the sun overcame the last of that morning's frost on the sidewalks. As he neared his usual bench, Falk heard voices in distress. Uh, you think you can... I won't let you get away with it. Ladies, what's going on here? Falk Ziljan? You seem overdressed for a stroll through the park. Are you trying to sober up in the great outdoors after a very late night? Or are you... working girls? We've come to see you, Falk. I was here first. I was here last because we were all thinking the same thing. Okay, setting aside your slinky gowns. I mean, don't literally set them aside. Please, keep them on. Setting aside the topic of what you're wearing, how can I help you today? If you're at my favorite bench during my office hours, I assume you were sent by the wordsmith to give me information. Or your citizens who need help? Allow me to explain. The two of you can just back off while you I... can't walk all over you me just because I'm late to the party. Party. Like the It's not fair, and I ain't hey, gonna stand hey, for it. one at a time. Let's start with you, miss. The not-so-tall young woman with the fair hair. Doesn't it bother you to have hair covering half your face? Not at all. It's like playing peekaboo while leaving my hands free. Yes, it looks quite fetching. It just seems impractical. Especially if you're planning to fight crime. Or commit crimes. I'm ahead of my time, Ziljan. This hairstyle will become so popular in a few years, factories will have to ask ladies to cut their hair shorter or tie it back because it will get caught in machines. Because it's impractical. Never mind. Who are you and why were you ladies fighting? They call me Sicubus. Nobody calls her that. Oh, but they will. I was formerly known as the Love Bugger until a gent from London advised me against that name. Then I was the Love Bug, which was too twee for the image I intend to cultivate. So I settled on my current name, Sicubus. She makes her victims ill in the process of seducing them. I think I've been your victim before. What? No, I haven't seduced any female victims. Only men. What do you take me for? And yet... I'm just telling you I have been sick on the bus. That's not what it means, Shug. At least her name is better than yours, Siren A. That's Sirena, which at least sounds like a normal name. And yet it clearly conveys what I do. I sing my night song and make men helpless. You pick up men who are already helpless. After they fell off a bar stool or woke in an alley. I told you before and I won't tell you, you again. You can tell us about it when I do. Stop. Please stop. And I don't mean driven in a car. Let me have a turn. You both got to say your names. Go ahead, Harper. Oh, well, thanks. You spoiled the whole thing. I'm Harper, Mr. Ziljan. Pleased to meet you, Harper. I think I see what's going on here. Can I tell you what I do, though? Do you play a harp so skillfully that it seduces men? Say, that's a good idea. I've just been seducing men. The harp would be a nice touch. Did you ladies start off working as a team and split into solo careers at some point? You all have the same basic hairstyle, except Sicubus is a blonde, Sirena's brunette. And I have fiery red tresses past my shoulders, like Maureen O'Hara. It's a popular style, Mr. Ziljan. Word on the street is there's been a shake-up among the highest orders of working girls in the city. We're not working girls. I mean, not exactly in that line of work. We're small-time operators. We find rich men and take them for all they're worth. But recently, the hot tomato, that's the top-ranking seductress in Parabellum City, it seems she rubbed the wrong way against Regina, the queenpin of crime. She had to make herself scarce or get rubbed out. 
And now you girls are flowing in to fill that vacancy. We're not going into hotel rooms with men, Mr. Ziljan, even if they do have vacancies. So you've been squeezing money out of men after charming or sickening them. I don't suppose you came here to surrender yourselves to me? I came so you would surrender yourself to me, Falk. And you can have him when I'm done with him. Which will be never. What my sisters in seduction are trying to say, Ziljan, is that they want to control you as their first step in controlling Parabellum City. I'm flattered, but I don't have that much power over the town. Hardly anybody listens to me. You have something we want, Shug. You can track down every criminal in the city. Once you've found them, you can take a little break while I work my magic on them. I'll put together a battalion of boys who will do anything I say. Except you won't, because you'll be recovering from this stiletto heel in Wait your- Wait a minute, girls. Wait. Something's not right. What do you mean, Shug? He's not responding to our feminine wiles. What? Uh, ladies- I've been working my charms this whole time, and it hasn't done what it's supposed to. Mr. Ziljan hasn't been drawn to me, or started drooling, or fawning over me. That's because you're not very good at it, Shug. The reason he's not responded to me is I haven't sung my night song to him yet, which we'll have to wait till later. My own sickening powers of seduction are passive. They happen whenever I come near a man, without the need for any action on my part. And yet he's speaking normally and standing way over there, not retching at all. Something is wrong. We have no effect on him. It's not that you're having no effect. Each of you is quite attractive, I'm sure. Oh, well, if you're sure... You'll all make some young men very happy someday. One young man for each of you, of course. Of course. What are the other options? Look, ladies, I've trained my mind. Originally, it was to prevent myself from being mind-controlled, but it also works against your areas of expertise. I'm not susceptible to feminine wiles. I mean, I'm not susceptible to any wiles. I believe there's a Yiddish word for your condition. A mensch? No. Hey, Mr. Ziljan. Oh, no, not you. We're not doing this today. I'm busy. You remember me. It's... The credulous pachyderm. I remember. The cherry pachyderm. Whatever. I see you change the emblem on your costume. A green tree with red cherries on it. It's a little better. What happened to the elephant? Well, I thought about it more. The whole idea is that elephants paint their toenails red so they can hide in cherry trees, right? So my logo should be just the cherry tree. You can't see the elephant because it's hidden in there. That kind of makes sense. Can you come back later, though? I've got my hands full with these ladies. You could have had your hands full, but you chose not to. Perhaps it's not a matter of choice. Perhaps you were born that way. I'm not here with any questions or problems for you, Mr. Ziljan. I'm with them. With the girls? Right. Just kind of helping out. Which one of them seduced you? What? None of them. You're hoping one of them will seduce you. I don't know why you'd think. I just respect all of them, and I sincerely want to help them achieve their goals. What are their goals? Something noble, obviously. Why don't you be a good little cherry and sit on the bench for a while? Anything you say. Have you heard her sing, Falk? They say it's indescribable. I can't wait. Everyone, be quiet for a minute. I thought I heard the voice of a man. Someone else coming to join our army? My army? It sounded like Falk, but if his voice was coming through a telephone. That's because acoustics are weird in Parabellum City, so everybody sounds alike. No, it's probably Bill coming to announce something like... We'll return after this important message. I'm Edward October. Ask any bold individualist and they'll tell you. All you need for a perfect eggnog is to combine egg yolks, beaten until creamy, egg whites, beaten until fluffy, heavy cream, a generous portion of fresh ground nutmeg, and an even more generous portion of liquor. Most people use dark rum. I prefer bourbon. The final two ingredients are essential. A cozy seat by the fire to sip it, and a ghost story told as only October Pod can tell it. 
This year, Octoberpod's gift to you is a Christmas ghost story that can easily be called a classic of the medium. It drops on December 25th, Christmas Day. Find it on our YouTube channel, Octoberpod Home Video, or on Octoberpod AM, wherever you get podcasts. You can find all of our links at OctoberpodVHS.com. Listen by the fire, and we guarantee it will be the crowning pleasure of your busy holiday season. After all, eggnog without a belt of good hooch is hardly eggnog, and Christmas without an Octoberpod ghost story is hardly Christmas. Octoberpod, Yuletide Horror for Bold Individualists. We now return to Act 2 of Seduction of the Ignorant, Episode 94 of This Gun in My Hand. Falk Ziljan, the Cherry Pachyderm, and three young seductresses thought they had heard a man's voice. Falk thought they were hearing me, your announcer, Bill Narrator Sr., but it was actually... Falk, I need your help. It's Catch-2022. Do you ladies put off a chemical that leads men to you by their noses? Falk, we need to alter the course of history. I've seen a terrifying vision of the future. Calm down, Catch. I thought you couldn't see the actual future, only glimpses of popular culture like novels and films and radio plays from beyond 1939. Right, and comics, pulp mags, big little books, cereal boxes, advertisements. I get it. But when enough of these tales describe the same event, it becomes clear that they're describing future history. Things that really will happen. Like the coming war in Eurasia. Anybody can see war is coming if you read the news. In many films, books, comics, and calculator games, I've seen a future where cars control the world. They unfold themselves into robots and massacre humans. We're helpless against them. There might also be a giant lizard with atomic breath, a giant ape, and some dinosaurs. But mainly it's the cars I'm worried about. They call this world the Auto Zone. Don't get yourself too worked up, Catcher. It might be just a fictional story that different artists have described. I don't think so. In some normal dramatic pieces I've seen in the future where no robots appear, with nothing magical or science fiction-y about the story, you know, relationship dramas, people just living their normal lives will go to places with that word in neon lights, auto zone. I'm afraid they go into the building to transform from humans into cars and then into robots. Even if it was true, I'm not sure what I could do Say, to... who are these three honeys supposed to be? Veronica Lake, Betty Page, and Grenda? I never heard of any of those people. Neither have I. Veronica who? No. Never mind. You'll hear about them in the coming years. Are you going to help us out, Shug? I don't know who you are, but I feel strangely compelled to help the blonde and maybe the big gal. You'll want to help Sirena, too, when you hear her sing tonight. Now wait. You're the cherry pachyderm. You're supposed to be a crime fighter. And you, too, Catch-2022. I know you both want to do the right thing. Of course. Sure. These women are trying to assemble an army of mindless zombies to do their bidding. They plan to take over the city, maybe the entire tri-state area. For a start. Ah, Falk, they don't seem that bad. Not until you want us to be. <laughs> and you three, you're not considering the consequences. By dazzling so many men, you'll leave Parabellum City unable to defend itself when war comes, or an invasion of giant robots. What are the chances that robots made of cars would really attack? Sounds far-fetched. It already happened on a smaller scale. I've seen it with my own eyes. Episode 90. There were trolley cars that transformed into robots, but it still proves the concept. Catch-2022 was there. He saw it. That was the Golden Gate Bridge that folded itself into a robot. The trolley cars were just normal trolleys driven by angry San Franciscans. I stand corrected, but we should still try to resist the manipulative charms of these harpies. Hey, let's pronounce harper. Look, guys, if you slavishly devote yourself to one or all of these gals, how do you imagine it would turn out? Best case scenario. Well... 
I guess, a whirlwind courtship interrupted by superheroic adventures as we unravel vast conspiracies that only we recognize, then marriage, raising ten children, growing old together, possibly controlling Parabellum City in the Tri-State area, if that's what my honey wants. Slow your momentum, Mr. Pachyderm. I'm not looking for marriage or kids or anything long-term. All I can offer is a good time today. Right, or that. What he said goes the same for me, minus the vast conspiracies part. An ant walks across the sidewalk and this guy thinks there's a conspiracy behind it. When have I been wrong? You said the Civil War never happened and there is no such thing as Chile? Both true. Can we get back to the original mystery here? Why doesn't Falk succumb to our charms? I can't help it if everybody else on Earth has a libido dialed up to maximum and mine is dialed down. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Look, Falk, you don't have to pretend. It's like that thing Laurence Olivier said when he's getting scrubbed by Tony Curtis. Do you consider the eating of oysters to be moral and the eating of snails to be immoral? Of course not. It is all a matter of taste. Huh? Spartacus? Talking with you is like trying to have a meaningful conversation with a toaster. Yeah, those are coming too. Maybe I should leave you three ladies fighting here and just come back with a paddy wagon. Let the cops straighten it out. That's a marvelous idea. We'll have the police eating out of our hands. Besides, what could they charge us with? Any court of law would think these men are volunteering to give us gifts or committing crimes on their own. Can we help it if they adore us? You have enough evidence to lock her up. I say. She's the one who charmed Cherry Pachyderm. It wasn't me, and he said he's never heard Cyrena's seductive song. That's true. I just heard her mellifluous speaking voice today, and I can tell how beautiful her singing must be. I thought Succubus makes people ill in the process of seducing them. Also true. I'm going to need to find a public restroom pretty soon. It's amazing that I can even stand up at this point. The law might not recognize superpowers of seduction yet, but they've ruled against superpowered criminals who shot fireballs or lightning or painful blasts of sound. They'll recognize Succubus making men sick. How do we know she didn't do it? I can turn heads, but to really wrap boys around my finger, I need to read aloud from my magazine. You have your own magazine? Sure. Harper's. So if you lock up Succubus, then I can team up as a crime fighter with Catch-2022, and we can defeat Sirena. She's at a disadvantage because she can only seduce at night when she sings. You're going to flip from a criminal to a crime fighter? Who said I was ever a criminal? These two were fighting because they want to be the top seductress in town. I'm fighting them because they're criminals. How are you a good guy if you're seducing people like Catch-2022? I'm not going to. I mean, I won't use my power to do it. I'll try the natural way. He seems like a real catch. Yeah, and I got a thing for healthy gals. You know, robust. If you say big bone, there's going to be some broken bones. Great, we're done for the day. Don't you have to follow through on all those threats you and Hopper just made? No, once we announce the solution, we don't have to dramatize every little detail of carrying it out. Do we? Kind of depends if you're going for a cozy thriller or a police procedural. I'd have to get more horns if I wanted to do a police procedural. I only have enough for the musical sting after I say, this gun in my hand. Seduction of the Ignorant, episode 94 of This Gun in My Hand, was loved up and turned into a horny toad by Rob Northrup. This episode and all others are available on YouTube with automatically generated closed captions of dialogue. Visit thisgunandmyhand.blogspot.com for credits, show notes, archives, information on how to subscribe, and to buy my books, 
such as Little Heist in the Big Woods and other revisionist atrocities. My love for who is way out of line? This gun in my hand. <laughs>